0: We're interrupting our regularly scheduled episodes to bring you the series For to us, a child is born
1: So when you think of the birth of Christ Since God prepared in advance the work that you and I would do as believers in Christ In advance When we think about Christ's birth Know that in it, God had a plan for your life as well Let that sit with you for a little bit.
0: Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Remembering the birth of Jesus Christ should affect every person in the deepest way. If it doesn't, then there's a misunderstanding of the significance of the event. Join us for the series, for to us, a child is born where Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn take a look at some of the reasons the first advent of Jesus Christ is so vitally important. Here's the second message in the series, the prophecies of Jesus' birth.
1: So on your outline, uh, write this down. The birth of Jesus Christ was foretold. The birth of Jesus Christ was foretold. Foretold. You know, Jesus Christ is the only person in all human history about whom very specific details of his birth, life, death, and resurrection were given centuries ahead of time.
2: Yeah.
1: Centuries ahead of time. Very specific details. This is one of the reasons that we can put our trust in Christ Mm -hmm. and know that he is the Messiah. Mm -hmm. It's because there were prophecies fulfilled surrounding his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection. And so we can have confidence in that. You know, there's been a lot of notable people who've, who've, Who's lived, who've lived on this earth. But no one mm-hmm. has been like Jesus Christ. Absolutely no, no
2: one. one. No,
1: not one. No, not one. And the fact that his birth and his coming and becoming human was foretold speaks a lot to us if we would just let that marinate in our spirits. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you some... Ways in which um, Jesus' birth was foretold. One, it was foretold by God the Father. By God the Father. Genesis three fourteen and 15 says, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle, And more than every beast of the field On your belly you shall go And you shall eat dust All the days of your life Now in the context here This was after he had um, Deceived Eve And Mm -hmm. um, uh, What's the word I want to use Tricked his way (laughs) Into getting them to disobey God
2: Yeah
1: God is sentencing him to this curse. And then verse 15 goes on and says, and I will put in enmity between you and the woman, between you and your seed, between your seed and her seed, and he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. God says there's going to be hostility between the serpent, the devil, and Jesus Christ, whom he's talking about in this text. He's talking about the seed of the woman, specifically, and we see there that seed is capitalized. Mm -hmm. And he's referencing the coming of Jesus Christ, the life of Jesus Christ, the death of Jesus Christ, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And when Jesus resurrected, he dealt that, blow took Satan crushing his head mm-hmm. and so God is speaking to us here and notice how quickly God proclaimed his plan to get things back to his original design mm-hmm. it was shortly after the sin of humankind mm-hmm. and this was a demonstration of God's love for us mm-hmm. For me and for you. Mm -hmm. So God uh, uh, foretold his coming. And last week our message was the necessity of Jesus' birth. And so in in putting this message and this point together with that, we see that Jesus' birth was so necessary. It was so necessary that God foretold it. Shortly after man sinned, mm-hmm. about four thousand years ago, but yeah. four thousand years before his birth, excuse me, he mm-hmm. foretold that I, he was coming.
2: And I like how it, the word foretold is used, not predicted.
1: Yes, yes. Foretold. Yes. Because
2: he already knew it was going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he just yeah. Yes. Just let him know.
1: Absolutely. It's going to happen. Amen. 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 So I want to tell you also, write this down. God planned believers' lives ahead of time. Mm-hmm. God planned believers' lives ahead of time too.
2: Yeah.
1: So He's planned your life. Yeah. If you're a believer, he planned it.
2: Yeah.
1: Look what the text says here. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do.
2: Amen. Amen. I saw in the chat too, uh, Nicole uh, put, Amen, Jeremiah 29, 11. Yeah. Yes. Well, I know the plans I have for you.
1: Amen. Amen, Nicole. Yes. Says Amen. The
2: Lord. Amen.
1: And so God, God <laughs> notice how this text says that God... Um, his handiwork was done for you ahead of time mm-hmm. for me and it was done in Christ Jesus.
2: Amen
1: in Christ Jesus and to do good works. Mm-hmm. That was done in advance. Right. Amen. And look what it says here in Philippians 1:6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out unto completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Yeah. So the scripture is telling us that God is going to carry out that work he prepared in advance in the life of believers mm-hmm. until the day of Christ when he returns. Yeah. We can have confidence in that. Mm-hmm. Now my wife was talking about this When we got started About the hope and the confidence yes. that we can have We can have hope and confidence That God is going to do the work he had for me Planned for me in my life Until the day that Christ returned. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell you this So when you think of the birth of Christ yeah. Since God Prepared in advance the work That you and I would do as believers In Christ mm-hmm. In advance When we think about Christ's birth, know that in it, God had a plan for your life as well. Let that sit with you for a little bit.
2: That's exciting.
1: As we celebrate the birth of Christ, it actually also speaks to our spiritual birth in Christ Jesus Mm -hmm. as believers. It speaks to that. Yes. Because that that God had prepared for us to do was in Christ. It's in Christ. And if Christ hadn't come, then that work that he's prepared for us to do wouldn't have a place to be.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. So he had to come.
1: Right. <laughs> he had to come. It was, it was necessary. So so get this. Get this now. Don't miss this. Mm-hmm. Your, Your life... There's a connection between the birth of Christ mm-hmm. and the life you live in Christ. Mm-hmm. We really need to take that personally. Yes. So when you disregard <laughs> Christ's birth, you yeah. are greatly disregarding the significance of your own life. Hmm. Hmm. Because God had prepared works for us to do in Him.
2: That's right, Ephesians two ten.
1: Yes. So we don't want to go down that road. That's right. We don't want to go down that road. So celebrating the birth of Christ has significance mm-hmm. for our own lives. Yes. It was Man. necessary. It was necessary. The birth of Jesus Christ was foretold, number two, by God the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Write that down. By God the Holy Spirit. 2 Peter 1.21 says, For prophecy never had its origin in the, in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God mm-hmm. as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit the holy spirit carried them along they were being led and inspired by the spirit of god to give the prophecies even about the birth of christ god hooked this thing up y'all he hooked it up
2: that's right he knew what he was doing yes amen
1: and we we are not lose that and then in addition to that look at here Write this down. The Holy Spirit is guiding believers. Not only did the Holy Spirit guide and carry along the prophets who, told, who foretold about the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. Now that we are born again and believers in Christ, he's guiding us too. Look what it says in John sixteen thirteen. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into All the truth. Amen. He will guide you in all the truth. Amen. The spirit is at work in our lives. Mm -hmm. And God foretold that the spirit would be at work in your life.
2: That's right.
1: Before we even came. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Amen. That is that is big. <laughs>
2: Amen.
1: So here, I want to give you the third thing that how God, the Holy, how Jesus Christ's birth was foretold. It was foretold by the entire Godhead: yeah. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we need to know that there's unity in the Godhead. Mm-hmm. Look what it says in 1 Peter 1, 10 through 11. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and the circumstances to which the spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow.
2: And break that down. Yeah <laughs>
1: So look here, you, we notice here this is uh, how the text uses the word Spirit of Christ. This is another title of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But it's pointing also to the with its language the unity that's in the Godhead that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are unified in the foretelling of the birth of Christ, the life of Christ, the death of Christ. It's all together. And not only are they all together in the foretelling of Jesus' life, they're all together together In your life and my life as well. Amen. We have the triune God on our side to help us live a life that God had prepared in advance for us to do. Amen. Write this down. The entire Godhead operates in the life of believers. The entire Godhead operates in the, the life, lives of in believers. the lives of believers.
2: Amen.
1: Okay, so not only did the Godhead again work with the prophets, talking about the salvation and when the Messiah would come and everything surrounding circumstances surrounding Messiah, the Godhead is operating in our lives as well. Amen. Look what Romans eight eight through eleven says. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you.
2: That's a great point.
1: All right. <laughs> and it reads on. Notice how the, the, the text reads through and mentions and the Godhead Mm -hmm. and it goes on and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ they do not belong to Christ Mm -hmm. but if Christ is in you so we see it said the spirit of God is in you Mm -hmm. Christ is in you then it goes on and then even though your body is subject to death because of sin the spirit gives life because of righteousness." righteousness Amen. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, okay, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life Mm -hmm. to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Amen. Amen. Again, the text is speaking about the operation of the Godhead in the life of the believer. We have God on our side. We ought to not take that lightly. That ought to encourage and inspire us. And God is working it out so that we can do the works that God had prepared for us in advance to do. The fourth way in which the birth of Jesus Christ was foretold it was foretold by the prophet Nathan.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: By the prophet Nathan. And it's telling us here that Jesus will come from the seed of David. we be talking about lineage now. Mm-hmm. Second Samuel 7, 8 and verse 12 says Now then, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture From tending the flock and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. Verse 12. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you. Mm -hmm. Your own flesh and blood, I will establish his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And this is a prophecy about Christ here again. Yeah. He tells David that his offspring, from his offspring will come a king. A king. Mm -hmm. Ain't that good news?
2: Yes, it is. Think
1: about from David's perspective. That's good news.
2: That's good news.
1: We all have great hopes and dreams for our offspring and to know that his offspring will be king. And it's gonna tell us more as we read through here more about that king, that, that kingdom that he will be king of. So, so we see that there are things being, and qualities being passed on from yeah. generation to generation.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, David yeah, really. was told that kingship would be passed on in his lineage. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that there are things being passed on in our lineage, in our in our society even today.
2: Yeah. So the good and bad. Yes,
1: as Nicole mentioned. Yeah. And so think about that. What is it that we want to pass on Mm -hmm. from generation to generation?
2: And we got to get better at passing on more positive things. Yes. You know, because it's not looking good, you know, especially in our community. Yes. (laughs) You know, we don't quite hit the mark sometimes. Yeah. We need to get better at that. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And so how we should think about what we want to pass on. How can we get better at passing on more positive things? And what can we do to ensure that those things are passed on? Or are we just taking for granted Mm -hmm. that they're going to get these things, that it's just going to happen? Or are we just leaving it up for them to fend for themselves? Mm -hmm. We need to give that some consideration.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: And the prophet Nathan is telling David here, a king is coming from your offspring.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Well, I mean, what if somebody said that to you? Like, yeah. You know, like you know, like they know for a fact you got the next president of the United States <laughs> in your household. You know, or, or, or in your next few generations or something. Right. You'll be like, wow, you know.
1: Wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what this points to is responsibility too. Yes. Is responsibility assuming some responsibility for um, carrying on those positive qualities that's gonna mm-hmm. not only just benefit your family and be you're being selfish about it, but yeah. if your family can exhibit these qualities, it's gonna benefit society, and even largely more largely it's gonna benefit the kingdom of God yes and that is exciting news. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. The fifth way that the birth of Jesus Christ was foretold is by the prophet Isaiah, by the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah 11:1 says, "A new branch will grow from a stump of a tree, so a new king will come from the family of Jesse." Now Jesse was the father of David. yeah. That we just read about. So we're speaking at lineage again. That a new king is going to come from his family. Amen. And then here in Isaiah 7.14 it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Mm-hmm. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Wow!
2: Amen. And that's another yeah. name for
1: God is with us. Yes, Amen. And we found that out in 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 the Gospels. Emmanuel
2: means
1: God is with us. Emmanuel yes. means God is with us.
2: Amen.
1: So look here. God did a gender reveal. Y'all see that? <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of years ahead of time. <laughs> God did a gender reveal. He said the virgin will conceive, give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel Well. Wow.
2: And you guys know why we find it funny. Because all these different ways people nowadays people do gender reveals, right? Shooting things out of a cannon and exploding things and stuff like that. Things going wrong. And, yeah. You know, just 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 thinking about that. Yeah. But we know that if God did it, it was perfect. Right?
1: Yeah. So through the prophet Isaiah, God did a gender reveal, Amen. y'all, about Amen. our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hundreds of years ahead of time. Yeah, amen. (laughs) And then in Isaiah 9, 1 through 2, it says, Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom Uh for those who were distressed. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in the dark in darkness have seen a great light, and on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And so we see here, he said he's going to honor Galilee, and so we know that Jesus is uh, one of the ways, and there are some songs about the Jesus coming from Galilee, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And all this is being prophesied. And then also he says it's going to be a great light. This is speaking to the star that the wise men saw.
2: Right, right.
1: Um, on doing that first um, um, nativity scene, mm-hmm. they saw the star, which was a signal of the birth of the Messiah. And this is told hundreds of years ahead of time.
2: Yeah, because we, we we speaking out of the Old Testament right now. Yes, right. Yes. Jesus' birth was in the New Testament. Amen. Amen.
1: And then we see here in in Isaiah sixty three and six. Uh, then the nations will come to your, to, your, to your light. Kings will come to your bright sunrise. Herds of camels from Midian and Ephah will cross your land. Long lines of camels will come from Sheba. They will bring gold and incense. Mm-hmm. People will sing praises to the Lord. Y'all see the nativity developing here? Yeah. We, we, we celebrate every year. It was foretold that that would happen. That the kings would come, that gold and incense will be brought, and folks would travel long distances
2: right, right
1: to come and see
2: yeah.
1: the birth of Christ. The birth of Christ.
2: Wow. Newborn King.
1: Ahead of time, y'all. This yeah. was prophesied, and then we see in Isaiah 9:6, "For to us a child is born, to us a son is given." The government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And notice it didn't say the child will be born. Mm -hmm. It said a child is born. It was as good as done. Right. Even though it was being told hundreds of years ahead of time, Mm -hmm. it was done. They spoke of it in the present tense. Wow. Amen. Amen. And then some of the other prophets got into the mix here. Mm -hmm. Um, The prophet Micah the prophet Micah uh, foretold look what it says in Micah 5 2. So
2: that's that's number 6. That's
1: number Mm 6. But you Bethlehem Ephrathah Though you are a little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting. So it's talking about Bethlehem. We know Christ was born in Bethlehem. Amen. It was foretold years ahead of time, y'all. And they said the ruler of Israel is coming out of them and he's from everlasting. It spoke of him as God everlasting. Not (laughs) that he had a beginning. It's speaking of God, him of Christ, this birth being a, a God man that he would come. And so this was told way ahead of time. Amen. Amen. And then we see number seven being foretold by the prophet Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. And Jeremiah 23.5 says, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. And then Jeremiah 30.21 says, their nobles shall be from among them and their governor shall come from their midst. Mm-hmm. And so it's saying that this king is coming right from out of the people. It's coming right from the um, children of Israel. And God would 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 uh, produce this righteous branch and king yeah. and governor right out of their midst. And we notice, uh, remember... Uh, it's not on your paper, but in the New Testament where when Jesus uh, began to his public ministry mm-hmm. and he started doing miracles and stuff, they was like they were shocked that he came right out of their midst. He said, But we know you.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> That's what they right, say. Right. We know we know your brothers and sisters, we yeah. know your parents. Mm-hmm. How can this be?
2: Right. How can it be?
1: But it was foretold that it would come right right out the midst of them. Mm -hmm. And they said, aren't you the carpenter's son? Mm -hmm. We know
2: y'all can. How can it be?
1: It was told. God told you it was coming right out of your Mm -hmm. midst. Mm -hmm. And they were still, some of them were still shocked. And did not accept him as the Messiah. Though God told them through the prophet Jeremiah, right here, (laughs) that he will come right out of your midst. Amen. Wow. Amen. And then the last way that I'm going to talk about today and how his birth was foretold number eight, in the form of a song. (laughs) In the form of a song. Psalms 89. Three and four says, "I have made a covenant with my chosen." Y'all know Psalms is just songs, right?
2: Psalms is songs. songs.
1: Psalms is Psalms are songs. P
2: S A L M S are S O N G S. They,
1: they is on their paper. <laughs> Psalms are songs It says again 89, 3 and 4 I have made a covenant with my chosen I have sworn to my servant David Your seed I will establish forever And build up your throne To all generations Amen A song about Christ being On the throne Forever Amen Amen Amen. This is why you know, I know. Um, uh, the other day we were talking, and my wife was. She went into her into a worship moment, and she was saying, "I love when I hear scripture. When people sing scripture." Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I I can relate to that.
2: Yeah, Fred Hammond's got. You guys didn't know listen to Fred Hammond. His songs are just full of scripture.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so here we see that um, our psalmists were writing songs, mm-hmm. um, and they were, they're in the Bible and they're part of scripture.
2: Amen.
1: So it was a song about Christ
2: mm-hmm.
1: being on the throne forever. Amen. What songs go through your heart when you think about the birth of Christ?
2: Yeah.
1: What do you like to sing? You know, we have our regular Christmas carols and everything, some of which don't have anything (laughs) to do (laughs) with the real birth of Christ. But some of them do.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm just raising the question, which songs are your favorite Mm -hmm. for this Christmas time of year? In either case, the important fact is that Christ was born and he was uh, his birth was foretold by God by prophets and it was necessary for us to get to a point of where we can come into relationship with God and get assurance of eternal life in Christ.
0: You've been listening to one by one here's a personal message from Pastor Robert.
1: You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. Ask that you come into my life come into my heart take control transform me into the character of your son Jesus Christ amen if you prayed that prayer i want to be the first to welcome you to the family of god and i want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus Draw closer to God and to other believers.
0: God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.